God damn it. This is so frustrating. I, I, I can't even I can't even do it for the whole 25 seconds because I'm mad. And if I do it for the whole 25 seconds, then it usually means that I'm in a better mood and I'm not. So I'm just going to do it just, just a half-assed little intro because uh, I'm mad. Okay? I think, you guys, this is like, what, the 30th episode this season, I want to say. We've done 30 of these this year. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I can't count them, but I'm pretty sure 27, 28, 29, yeah. 30th episode of the season, and I finally have a fucking breakdown, so you're welcome. Welcome to My Blue Thoughts. That's right, this is My Blue Thoughts. This is my Dodger podcast, where I talk about the Dodgers, which are usually my favorite thing, and they still are, but I'm pretty fucking mad about it right now, you guys. I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty upset. The Dodgers blew a golden opportunity. Okay, first of all, we go from the high of knocking out our hated rivals, the Giants, and eliminated them and ending their season and uh, on on such a, an emotional, you know, emotionally draining game. And then we come, you know, we go to Atlanta, which sucks because. The Dodgers have won, what, 109 games this season? And the Braves won, I think, 88. Is that right? Is that how many ga- games the Braves won this season? Let me check that really quick. I'm sorry. Where's my assistant at? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was 88. This year... Sorry, we're in real time, and it's taking me too long, so, oh well. Yeah, they won 88 games. I was right. Obviously, the Dodgers didn't win 109 games during the regular season. They won 106 games. Right. Yeah, so now they've won 110 games, I guess, technically, because they won the wild card, plus three games against it. Anyway, my point is... You know, I talked about it before the Giants series that I I thought that in the offseason, obviously, and it's not just because of the Dodgers. Like, it could have been any instance, but the fact that the way the playoffs are structured, that, you know, there's the wild card and you're playing your team from your division, even though you have the two best records, like, let's just eliminate the divisions, it's it's a dated system. No one fucking cares. We're still the you know the rivalries are still going to be the rivalries. You know Cubs and Cardinals can still play each other all to, all the time. Red Sox and Yankees can still play each other all the time. Dodgers Giants can play themselves all the time. You know if the Padres, I know they think they're our rivals. They're really not. Like I mean, are, what are what are the other rivalries in baseball? That's it. Dodgers Giants, Cardinals Cubs, Red Sox Yankees. You can kind of go, if you want to extend that, Yankees-Mets, but not really. You can go Dodgers-Angels, but not really. No one gives a fuck about the Cardinals in L.A. I mean, it's fine. It's like, you know, yeah, it's like history, but why do we still have division play and the playoff structure set up? Have the top six teams go. Fuck it. Have the top eight teams go, but seed them based on their record. If you want to put... You know, if you want to load the schedule with teams in your division, I'm good with that. That's fine. You know, NBA does that. 
you know you have your 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 western your i don't know even they go what they they go like central or how the fuck did they, did they do it in the nba it's east versus west but like in within that they have like pacific and they have like south i don't i mean honestly i'm gonna be honest i don't fucking know dude nfl has south west east north or whatever the fuck they have right but then they all play each other so it's just like whatever man my point is they give us that emotional ride we fucking come off of such a high from thursday night we go into saturday okay and we have a bullpen game and you're just like wait what we're starting the playoffs with a bullpen game, like the highest payroll in baseball, and we're starting with uh, we're starting the National League Championship Series with a bullpen game. I'm not talking like, you know, putting a starter out there and then maybe he doesn't go very far. Then you take him and then it becomes a bullpen. No, we're starting with a bullpen game. We're going Knable, okay. And he gives up a run, and so you're like, oh, okay, Dodgers come back. You know, and I mean, honestly, the bullpen game wasn't really what lost game one for the Dodgers. It was just a lack of fucking offense. Justin Turner still not fucking hitting. And then all now his neck hurts. Well, maybe your fucking neck hurt before. Maybe you should have fucking said something because you're hurting the team. Okay, when I, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be honest. When I saw that he wasn't in the starting lineup on Sunday, I was like, okay, good. Maybe we have a better chance to win. Uh, fucking nope. Okay. You can't, I mean, you can maybe win a baseball game by scoring two runs. But if I'm looking at the odds, they're probably not very high that you're going to say, I don't care who's on the mound. I mean, you're basically asking your pitchers to not have any room for error. You give up one run. Now you're, you're pitching in stressful situations. Even if you're up by two runs, it's still stressful pitches. You know, the difference between pitching with a four or five run lead versus pitching with a one or two run lead, it's a big difference. There's stressful pitches. That takes more out of you. It takes more out of the adrenal system. I said adrenal. Adrenal system. It's just more high leverage situations. Dodgers aren't scoring runs. They had two games against the Giants where they scored. They put up runs. But they got shut out twice. And then even in the clinching game, they only scored three runs. They scored two runs on Friday. They scored four runs on Sunday. I mean, that was good, but I, I mean, I have so many things. There are just so many things to unpack here. Number one, I'm just going to start, okay? I'm just going to start. Fuck it, okay? Um, there's people that will still... Apparently, these people have not been watching... Dodger games for the past six years are watching press conferences when Dave Roberts says, you know, we're going to, we're going to circle, we're, we're going to, we're going to group, we're going to discuss, we, 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 you know, we're going to put a collective together, blah, blah, blah. All this, all this verbiage that he uses is him saying, I'm not making all the decisions. We sit down in a group and we fucking script this shit and with Someone comes in, this is what happens. And if this guy comes in, this is what happens. There's nothing, there, there's not much guesswork in game anymore. Okay? They have a counter every time. They already know what they're going to do before they do it. Okay? I know what they're going to do before they do it. Most of the time. 
But at the end of the day, the <laughs> people want to blame Roberts. The Dodgers went 1 for 10 with runners in scoring position on Sunday. You can't win baseball games like that. One hit, and it was a little fucking, that little bleeder by Chris Taylor, and then the center fielder booted it. There's some bad defense in this in, in, in game two. That's it. One hit with runners in scoring position. There's so many chances. Game one, Mookie Betts comes up. Second and third, one out. Mookie, all you got to do is put the ball on the ground, too. We get a run. Nope, he flies out. And then Seager strikes out. Cool. That's, I mean, yeah, you want Seager to come through and be the MVP like he was last year? I do. He was hot going into the end of the season. He's not as hot right now. Yeah, he hit a home run in game two. But, uh, you know, his bat hasn't really been the decided factor like it was. He's only hitting 250. I mean, he's not doing awful. You know, Mookie Betts was on fire against the Giants, and he's cooled off in this. I mean, it's just it's only two games, but I'm just saying, you know, there are a lot of things to point the finger at, and it's not Roberts. Robert can't, Roberts can't go into the fucking batter's box and get a hit with runners in scoring position, okay? Now, where I blame somebody, whether it be Roberts, whether it be Andrew Friedman, whether it be the collective, is for bringing Julio in in game two. I don't know what the fuck, what decision that was. You know, the poor kid just pitched in game five, you know, a few days ago, and I know it's his bullpen day, but, like, throwing a bullpen and throwing in a playoff game when you're only up by two runs is a world of difference, exponential difference in that situation, okay? There's just more stress involved, and he he didn't pitch bad, you know, the the I don't remember, remember what the guy's name was, but he you know he kind of stuck the bat out and got a hit. Um, the other guy got a fucking really good hit off of Julio, and it's just like, I mean, you know maybe he his his routine has been thrown out. You know he hasn't been a relief pitcher all see. I'm not making excuses for him, but it's like you got you're carrying 13 pitchers. You're carrying 13 pitchers on the roster. Why are we going into game four starter just to pitch one inning? Why? You got Bickford. You got Knable. Yeah, he pitched yesterday, but he's a relief pitcher. Relief pitchers can pitch in consecutive games. You got Gratterall waiting. I don't know why he was waiting for Gratterall later. He, he throws 100 miles an hour, dude. Use him for a couple innings. Use him until he gets tired, until he starts to give up hard contact. Stop going with these fucking nerd fucking metrics. Oh, because he threw, uh, after 13 pitches, uh, the spin rate goes up to 0.1 milliseconds slower. Like, what the fuck, dude? I'm look, I'm watching this guy. He's breaking fucking bats, dude, okay? He's throwing 102 miles an hour with sink, with tail, blowing the ball, just making guys look like little leaguers. Why are we saving him? Why are we bringing in our game four starter? Because now his rhythm's going to be off instead of having a bullpen. He had to come in in a high-leverage situation. You don't think that's going to... Look what happened to Max. Max Scherzer, Game 2 starter, pitched in relief on Thursday and came out after four and two-thirds, which I was like, are we fucking doing this again? And then he comes at the at you know, the press conference and says, oh, yeah, my arm was dead. You know, I thought I could go more, but I couldn't. It's like, 
will fucking say something. I know, you know, it's happened before. Okay, well, this is the playoff game. Okay? Also, Walker Bueller's on regular rest. Walker Bueller last pitched on Tuesday. What's today? Sunday? Well, when you guys hear this, it'll be Monday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Walker Bueller should have been your game two starter. Not Max Scherzer. Now, I know his turn was, you know, would have been... But Walker Bueller is on regular rest. Max Scherzer threw on Sat on, on on Thursday. Like, I just don't understand why now they're trying to change things up. If it ain't, they fucking won 106 games, dude. Okay? Yes, it's a regular season. But continue to play that way. Okay? We don't need to fucking switch and throw guys' arms... Not throw guys' arms out, but just fatigue their arms so that they're not effective just so we can play fucking nerd ball and be smarter than everybody and use an opener and like fucking just go after it man let the guys pitch quit dicking around and bringing people in like i said there's a whole bullpen full of guys that could have thrown instead of julio we'll see how it affects julio in game four i hope he's fine you know but I mean, I don't know. You know, he, he threw four innings on Thursday, and you're going to bring him back to throw an inning on Sunday, and now he's going to start again on Wednesday? Like, you know, you can't be perfect every time. I love Julio, but it's just reality. But like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to break down a couple things that, you know, maybe are too technical for the casual baseball fan, but I watched three things happen in game two you know game one it was a bullpen game you know they were lucky not lucky but you know they were kind of playing with house money if they would have won and pulled out that game great but you know you ran your bullpen out there like i said you only scored two runs so the odds of you winning a baseball game especially this late in the season if you only score two runs are pretty low okay a lot of opportunities on on saturday that they didn't cash in so, you know, if you want to put blame on something, just blame that. You know, the fact that they didn't score any runs. You know, they were they were one for eight with runners in scoring position on Saturday. You got to get hits with runners in scoring position. One for 10, one for eight. Let's do the math. Two for 18. Okay. Two for 18 they're hitting right now with runners in scoring position. That comes out to a 111 batting average as a team with runners in scoring position. That's not going to win you a pennant, okay? So you want to blame Roberts because you don't know baseball or you don't know baseball like you think you do and you think he makes all the decisions still because you think it's 1950, then go ahead. Anybody that tweets that or posts that, I look at you and say, you don't know shit about baseball, especially now. Now, if you make that post, if you make that post in 1980, then yeah, you have a legitimate gripe. But Roberts isn't the fall guy anymore. Okay, there's very few major league managers that take the fall for everything. The decisions are not made 100% by the managers. Why do you think 90% of the managers in Major League Baseball this is their first job? Go around. How many old school managers do you have in baseball? There's Dusty Baker. And I think that's it. I think Dusty Baker's the only one that's like legitimately 
been around for a long time. Sosha's gone. Bochi's gone. You know, who else is there? Nobody. All these guys that get hired are these guys that are, you know, in the minor leagues, you know, average players for a while, you know, A.J. Hinch. Like, he's not really a lifer. He's been around the game for a little bit, you know, but as far as, like, managerial experience, Dave Roberts, that was his first job. Jace Tinkler, whatever the fuck his name was that got fired from the Padres, that was his first job. Manager from the Angels? Who manages the Angels? I don't even know. Is it Bud Black? I don't even know. Who manages the Angels? No. Who's the, who's the manager of the Angels? I don't know. <laughs> who's the manager of the Angels, Adam? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Joe Madden. Okay. He's the one. He's like the one guy, probably. And even he uses analytics and consorts with people like this... The, the job of major league manager isn't what it used to be anymore. I've said it a million times, okay? But like I said, one for 18 or two for 18 with runners in scoring position, that's not going to win it. But anyway, what I want to get into, three plays aside from them not hitting it with runners in scoring position that cost them the game. We have a fly ball to A.J. Pollock in left field. And as an outfielder, I can tell you, that he probably didn't expect the guy to tag up at second or from first to go to second, number one. So he didn't come around the ball like he would have if there was a play at, say, third base or a play at home. So he caught the ball on his glove side, which if you're trying to throw somebody out that's tagging up, Everybody knows you catch the ball, not everybody, but someone, anyone that's played baseball knows that you catch the ball on your throwing side so that you don't have to take that split second to shift the ball from your glove side to your throwing side, number one. Number two, he caught it just with his glove and then shifted it to his arm. So he is another split second that he wasted instead of catching it with his arm ready to go. It's like you don't have to catch it with two hands, but basically almost because he caught it on his left side and then had to shift the ball to his right side and then by that time that those couple split seconds you know baseball is a, a game of inches or a game of seconds milliseconds right the guy tags up and then AJ unleashes an awful throw from left field to second base 10 feet offline and the guy tags up and then what happens the guy fucking scores okay Bonehead play number one. That's not fundamental defense. If you were teaching at any level an outfielder on how to run through the ball, that would not be how it is, especially on a fly ball. Bonehead play number two. Okay. Um, they do a double switch because they're moving pitchers around or whatever. They bring in Steven Souza Jr. to play right field. They move Mookie to center. Okay, fine. Whatever. Right. Little base hit to right field. Steven Souza Jr. comes in, and I was ta I, I, I talked about this a couple weeks ago, how I learned how to come up as an outfielder, come up through the ball, so that you get the ball in front, right on your front leg. So if you're left hand, if you're right-handed, you field the ball off of your left leg, so that you can come up and crow hop and run through the ball and throw the ball. Steven Souza Jr. runs in from right field and then squares to the ball as if he's an infielder going to turn a fucking double play at second base 
not running through the ball at all. I, I'm looking at him. What are you doing, dude? Run through the ball. Just field it. You don't have to run. You don't even have to run hard. He was so shallow. You know, I get some guys in the outfield like they're maybe if the outfield is fast, they don't want to charge the ball too hard because they're afraid they're going to miss it, like the guy on the Braves did. But you can still run through the ball slow it down a little bit and then come up and then just crow hop no he feels it like an infielder so now all his momentum moving forward is gone and then what does he do in it wasn't even right field at this point it was basically deep second base he throws the ball home with nothing on it three hops and then the guy scores i'm like learn how to fucking come through the ball dude if he just comes through the ball even if he makes that shitty throw he still has a, a split second, and then Will Smith has time to make that play. And I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Final play of the game, you know, Seager's up the middle, Jansen comes in, whatever, gives up a laser, but Seager, in that situation, anybody who's played infield will tell you, anybody, if you've played infield, and the winning run or the tying run is on second base. What does the coach say? Knock the ball down. Knock the ball down. Don't let it get through. Don't let the ball get through. So in that situation, I know that guy hit a fucking laser. But you cannot sideswipe Olay the fucking ball in that situation. You got to fucking get down. Get in front of it. Square up like Souza did in the outfield. So that if the ball does take a bad hop, it hits you off your chest or off your face. And then the ball's still in front of you and the guy can't score. Seager just kind of tries to backhand a little cute and fucking boots it. And then the Dodgers lose. Game one, ninth inning. Chris Taylor on first base. Base hits a right field. He rounds second. Jock Peterson's in right field. Jox has an average arm. Chris Taylor knows that. He played with him for four years. And he circles second, but then he stops for some reason and then gets thrown out. Like, just keep going. If you keep going, you're safe. Or it's a bang-bang play. And if you stay there, then you're fine. But why are you going halfway with Jock? He's not a gold glove caliber outfielder. He was for like a second. Not anymore. So that right there, that's that's four, I say bonehead plays, mental errors, because that's exactly what they were. Okay? Mental errors that could have been avoided. It's, it's just not fundamental baseball. These guys are getting paid millions of dollars, and, and I'm not going to be like, oh, they're overpaid. No, they get paid for what they do. They're worth those those dollars. But... <laughs> on a team like the Dodgers who demand greatness and who are competing for a world championship and they're on the biggest stage, you can't fuck up like that. Okay, You got to play fundamental baseball. You got to sacrifice your body to save a run. You got to know the situation, not half-ass it. Because like I said, I'm guaranteeing you if A.J. Pollock knows that guy is tagging up, he probably comes through the ball better. And if he doesn't, maybe, I don't know. Maybe A.J., that's how he always comes through fly balls. And in that case, that's wrong. 
That's not how you come through a five ball. Maybe Steven Souza Jr., after seeing the center fielder from the Braves boot the ball and have the ball get by him, maybe he goes up and charges that ground ball and has it in the back of his head. Okay, well, I don't want this ball to get by me. But you can't fucking have that as an outfielder if you know that that runner's about to score. You got to come up throwing not fucking come up, square up like a fucking infielder, and then unleash a throw that my grandma could have fucking made from shallow right field. Not even right field. Second base. Seager, you got to throw yourself in front of that fucking ball. Chris Taylor, you got to know what the fuck you're doing. Like, I mean, that's two games they've basically just given away. Two games. But, (laughs) despite all those errors, they've lost both games by one run on walk-off singles. And, I mean, to play sloppy baseball like that and still have a chance to win both games, like I said, two for 18 with runners in scoring position, a couple more hits, and we're talking the Dodgers going back home to L.A. with a 2-0 lead. Uh, The silver lining is we still got Urias and Bueller on the mound, or Bueller and Urias, so... I mean, I know that they're going to win game three. Bueller's going to come out fucking dealing because now he's on, you know, a week's worth of rest, basically. He'll probably throw 105 pitches on Tuesday, and I'm going to be there. So I know they're going to fucking win. Um, And then you have Urias. We'll see what we get, you know. Hopefully it didn't take too much out of him. He only threw like 15 pitches on Sunday. But, you know, they got to win those next two games. The, The silver lining is knowing that the Braves had us down 2-0 last season, and then we came back, kind of. We won game three, then we lost game four, and then we came back and won three games in a row. So that's still in the back of everyone's mind. This team knows that they can come back, and they have home field advantage. You know, If they can win all three, then it's a lot easier to deal with You know, heading back to Atlanta up th- you know, three games to two versus heading back to Atlanta being down three games to two. If anybody can do it, it's the Dodgers. They've uh, they've faced elimination, you know, three times this season. And, you know, they're going to keep doing it. But I just, we, they got to shore this shit up, man. They got to. They can't fucking keep bringing starters in, you know, in little situations. Like, if it's a game set, like, you know, bringing Scherzer in game five fucking... Yes, okay, all hands on deck in a winner-take-all game. I get that. But in a game two, we're fucking being, you know, we're trying to be cute. In a game two, when we still have, you know, five and a half more games to go, like, come on, man. So, anyway, this is very frustrating to me because, you know, like, I, I love baseball, and I was good enough to I I was not good enough to be a major league baseball player, but I was a pretty good defender. Like I always said, I could play major league caliber defense. I just couldn't hit good enough to be in the major leagues. So when I see guys make fundamental errors in the outfield, it fucking pisses me off, especially when it costs costs the team the game. No one's gonna look at those plays. But I guarantee you those players will. And players on that team are like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? What kind of fucking throw is that? I would. I'd be like, what kind of fucking throw was that, dude? Throw like a fucking bitch. You're in right field. Right field's supposed to have the strongest arm. You can't fucking throw it on one hop from shallow right field. The fucking second baseman could have 
thrown it on a line drive to the catcher. Are you serious? So anyway, we're down two games to none. Going back home, like I said, if any team can come back, it's the Dodgers. But they really blew a chance to at least steal a game. But they easily could be going back two games to none ahead and closing it out in L.A. But it's not in the cards. So um, that's it. Um, thank you for listening to My Blue Thoughts. I appreciate you guys. No matter what happens, I will be back for either a, uh, well, let's see. We got games three, four, and five, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or what, Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then we have a potential game six and seven, Saturday and Sunday. So that this will be the only episode for this week, and uh, I'm either going to be back next week to give you a World Series preview or I'm going to give you my fucking thoughts on where they fucked up and look forward to next season. I hope it's the I hope it's the uh the former and not the latter, but we'll see, man. Um anyway, this has been my blue thoughts you guys. I really appreciate you guys listening to each of these episodes. Um I really love doing this, and I'll keep doing it. And I had some cool guests this year, right? We had some cool guests on, and I'm 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 not getting my hopes up, but I think next year, you know, now that I'm back home and not gonna be fucking in the middle of nowhere in the country and shit, like I kind of have uh in mind how I want to like do set up my little studio. Um, and maybe bring guests in or I don't know, but like I have more plans to make this even better. So, um, that's something to look forward to, but we still got a, we got a couple more series to win. We got eight games to win, to win the world series again. So anyway, this has been my blue thoughts, you guys. My name is Peter Sears. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.